Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 2023 Anime Awards presented by Baca and Company. I am Frank Furter, and with me today, as always, is Magically Average. We are going to go through a bunch of categories, a slew, you may say, of all of our favorites and some of our kind of bummers of the year. This will include all the shows that started in winter 2023 up to the current season of fall 2023. So we will not be going like some other award shows where it is fall 2022 to summer 2023. This will encapsulate all of the year of 2023. Because at this point, the fall season is winding down. Some shows have ended as of recording today. So it's pretty much in the books as to we've made formed our opinions. And uh, this is it's pretty solid. We're we're not going to be changing anything due to one episode. Um, so yes, without further ado, we are going to hop into it. We are going to kind of transition between who goes first for each category. So it'll be every other person. Um, but we've got about what fourteen categories for you today. It's it's going to be a long one. So buckle in. And without further ado, let us start with category number one: best opening song sequence song we never really actually said if we were going sequence we'll do or sequence song. we'll do sequence for my pick i picked oshinoko uh oshinoko i mean it's a i know we talked about it on previous episodes it's a bit of a cop-out to say that oshinoko is the best opening because it is for all intents and purposes a musical anime no it is, really i know that's like you said that last week or something oh um, but yeah, no, it, it is legitimately a great song, and the sequence that goes along with it is also really good and kind of sets a tone and a mood for what's about to happen in the, the series as a whole. So to me, I mean, it, it's definitely the song that I listen to the most um, for opening-wise, so 
this is my pick hands down. My pick was Hell's Paradise. Um, it's MAPPA done, so it looks pretty. Uh, the song's a bop. Uh, and there's enough, like, subtle little teasers throughout that it's not spoiler heavy, which is good, but it's enough to, like, be like, oh, what? Who's that? What's that? Where are this? Is that going to be in here? Who knows? Um, I just find myself every now and again just singing the little beginning part, like the bam, 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 bam. Yeah, this season, I will say, though, it, it took me a while to figure out, like, which one I liked the most because we do take, we do take into consideration the sequencing, so not just the song itself, but the actual like minute 30 we'll just call it trailer basically of what the season's gonna have and um yeah there wasn't a ton that stood out uh hell's paradise though was just the one that kind of creeped above the rest in my opinion there is a second one i had i was debating which was the intro to undead murder farce just because the song itself is a bop but the, the intro sequence is not as cool i don't think as hell's paradise yeah, for me, if I had to pick a, a number two, which I did have one, um, I mean, Oshinoko was definitely, hands down for me, the best one. But mm-hmm. um, number two for me probably would have been Trigun uh, Stampede. Trigun Stampede had a phenomenal song, but also the sequence didn't give a lot of way, but it was also just kind of a, a tone setter, and I, I really enjoyed it. It was one of those songs that I also just did not skip when it came up. Like, it was, it was a very good song. Yeah. But... Yeah, so those are our best openings. Off to hopefully a good start. But, sir, continue us down the line. What is the next category? We have our best ED, not erectile dysfunction or uh, eating disorder or anything else that has the ED acronym, but uh, best ending sequence. For me, this was my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999. Uh, Ending sequences are always weird because the tone never matches the show. Like, ever. I've never watched an anime that had, like, an ending sequence that flowed into however I was feeling about the show. Like, Jujutsu Kaisen is probably the biggest culprit to this, where you see, like, <laughs> you see, like, a character just get fucking murdered in cold blood, and then it's just uh, them dancing. To be fair, that was season one. Like, no, this I know, season but still, is a, a bit more toned down. But yeah, I, I get this, your point. The, yeah, but like the intro, the out. Sorry, not the out, intro. The outro song and like the whole videography, like everything that they're showing, like all the different scenes of the different characters. It's like, no, I don't want that. <laughs> like that, the nothing matches what I just experienced. So, uh, no, not good. Um, Yamada Kun though was probably the only one that I that I watched this year that felt like it matched the tone and emotions of almost every episode, which was just kind of happy go lucky. Uh, the song was uplifting. The ending sequence was a little chaotic, uh, but you know it, it it fit the vibes of it. So yeah, that's why Yamada Kun took the trophy for me. Fair enough. Um, this one, this was a category for me that I kind of struggled. There really wasn't an ending yeah. that stuck out like this year. Like there have been plenty in the past that are like, oh, this is great. Oh my God. This year was just awful in yeah. terms of endings. But the one that stuck out to me the most, which is probably a big surprise because I don't talk about this series a lot. I did when I was kind of reading it on TikTok. Um, but for me, it was One Piece. I enjoyed, this was, to be 
more precise One Piece ending 19. So this is the 19th <laughs> ending that they've had. Um, it's so crazy that you have to say that. You have to specify. I, yeah. Like, it's the 19th ending specifically the, in One Piece. Yeah. So if you want to look it up, just One Piece 19 or just look up One Piece Wano ending um, ending song. You may want to preface that because the Wano is already over. Yeah, don't, um, don't spoil it for yourself. Exactly. But um, yeah, no, this sequence, uh, I mean, the song endings in general have been very, not muddled, but very slow. They've been very slow songs, which isn't necessarily yeah. a bad thing. And for me, I do enjoy a slow song, but this is kind of like a slow, almost lo-fi-esque song. And the thing that I liked about it the most is actually the sequencing in which it kind of shows a bit of the characters in the season interacting with each other in a very different art style, which I thought was unique and awesome for this show because the show has kind of transitioned into so many different ty- like styles. I mean, it's been out for 25 years, or the manga has. I don't know. If, eh, maybe the anime. I don't remember which one's having its 25th anniversary. But um, the the amount of art styles they've kind of gone through is astounding. And to present a new one and have it feel fresh and feel like really good and go along well with a, a vibe of a song, it, it was it, it was a no brainer for me. So I. I Highly suggest going to look up the ending if you haven't heard it for yourself. I was surprised when I saw that for you. So I was like, all right. Yeah. One one of suspected a one piece. You know, I honestly didn't either, but um I honestly it was the only thing that really stuck out to me. It was it's it's a really good ending for like a, as subtle and as slow of a song as it is. Because yeah. let's be honest, majority of the songs from this year have been very slow endings so yeah for the most part yes but we are going to move right on along to our next category best couple and i will paraphrase this we kind of went best couple best like anime flirting couple like potential couple or like you know that they're gonna end up or you want them to end up with each other type thing yeah because unless you're like masamune kun revenge where you it's ended and you know what happens like a majority of slice of life's the best couple or whatever they're not going to they're not going to reveal it until the last season they're not but um yes for me best couple goes to skip and loafer i have said it all year long this was the one show that i started episode 1 and immediately was like i need more i absolutely need more because the characters on screen were so bubbly and so fun and just developed very well and their chemistry together were great i thought that this was kind of like the best kind of organic couple in in which it was bubbly personable you know girl who isn't a best looker but like you know is very like you know their personality is great is best friends and kind of like potentially maybe love interest with the cool guy the popular guy the hot guy the class who's a little bit more reserved, a little bit of a yes man, but um, is still kind of able to show himself to her because they are such good friends. I, it, to me, this was the best couple that was out there because it, it it was somewhat realistic for the fact that so many, like you hear the term or the phrase opposites attract. And I really feel like that this was the show that really presented that. And I, I really enjoyed it. Mm, I would argue that my show 
in my best couple oh, is yeah? actually the you want five bad the, the peak in terms of like differing personalities and differing just characteristics that presumably should clash but meet so so nice and it's it's so wholesome and that is Shirashi and Kubo from Kubo Samo let me be invisible I love this manga I love the anime and I love the characters. I enjoy always a little like niche thing with slice of life. Sometimes they don't hit, uh, and we'll talk about one later. Um, but you know, sometimes it it adds a nice little flavor and uh, just an added bit of, I guess, uniqueness to a slice of life rather than just school kids or you know whatever going through life. Hooray! Right. It's it's a it's a student, a guy, Shirashi, who uh, presumably is invisible and can not only blend in, but make himself disappear amongst crowds of people and then <laughs> sneeze and scare the ever-loving bejesus out of everyone because no one knows he's there because he's so just unnoticeable. Versus Miraculous. Yeah. Yes. He's wonderful. And then there's Kubo, who is his classmate that she is not the center of attention, but, you know, she's popular enough. Um, right. She stands out, I would say. And she is always the one that can spot Shirashi. No matter where he is, no matter what he's doing, she always knows where Shirashi is. And their relationship is so cute. I love it. The first season was adorable. I could only root for them. Uh, I, I would say the added bonus to their relationship or their friendship is each other's siblings. So Kubo's actually, yes, Kubo's older sister is hilarious. And then Kubo's Kubo's younger brother. No, Kubo is the girl. Oh, Kubo's the girl. You're right. You're right. Sorry. sorry, Kubo's older sister is hilarious. And then Kubo's cousin is adorable. And then match that with Shirashi's younger brother, who is the cutest little child, cutest little dumpling. Little, He's little hilarious. There. He comes in every now and again. Love him. He's he. I root for him. He is the best boy. He is protected all cost child. Uh, if that was a category anymore, um, he's great. So no, I think in terms of all the anime I've watched, all the slice of life I've watched, this was the one I was cheering for the most. Again, biased because I've read through most of the manga too, and I know I, I know what's it. happening. <laughs> oh, you finished it? Well, there you go. It's uh, all on, uh, if you want to read it, it's all on Shonen Jump. Yes, so it is. Go but, read it there. Yeah, no. Greatest couple, Kubo and Shirashi. Yes. Well, other than my pick. Eh, to each their own. I mean, if to you want to just own. be bland and boring, you know, your pick's uh, fine. I like fine. me a good golden retriever, okay? <laughs> well, yeah. Bland and boring, like I said. <laughs> Tell us what is our next category. Our next your... category is best character. Woo! Which, woo. My ah best character is my cat claws me in the pants. Is Sugaru. I think his name is Sugaru. I cannot remember. Whatever his name was, <laughs> the main Oni from <laughs> Undead Murder Farce. Can't even fucking say his name. I think it's Sugaru. Um he is he this was an anime that caught me off guard too because it was one that we had previewed in I think this came out in the spring season and it was one where we had read through the synopsis we were like okay this sounds interesting enough I think later on we had just watched a trailer ourselves and we're like okay seems cool it has 
fictional characters from throughout history. You know, it's it's got some historical elements to it. Uh, it's, you know, mystery. It seems fun. I yeah. did not know how much I would fall in love with the main character. He is the greatest. And, and I have, I again have a little bit of bias here because he is he reminds me of a character that would be in Akane Banashi because he is also like a <laughs> he's he's like a Rakugoga. Like he yeah. he does Rakugo basically just while they're exploring and venturing around. Like he'll just break into a story. He's super silly and goofy. He can catch you off guard with how intense he can get because you forget that he's an Oni and he's incredibly strong and a little terrifying. Uh but the way he interacts with the uh Lady in the Birdcage is what everyone else calls Aya. her. Yeah. Um, and her, her assistant, who always just wants to kill him in some manner, uh, it, it makes, like, the best trio for going off on, like, a, a murder mystery exploration. But his character alone always stood out every episode, and he was the best. Uh, if you haven't watched this anime already, too, go watch it. Um, yeah, there's, it was, there's a lot of plot twists in this one that's that we were not expecting. No, no. Yeah, this one definitely, this one stood out amongst the rest in terms of like our Dark Horse anime of the year, I feel like. We had a couple others, but yeah, I, I think this one by far took the cake when it came to a most underappreciated, underrated, underdog anime of the year. Um, so, yes, hands down, this goes to... My dude, what's your nuts <laughs> from Undead Murder Farce? That's how much I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his name is uh, Suguru Shinuchi. Yeah, I knew it was Suguru. Yeah. Um, for me, uh, it's a bit of a vanilla pick. It's a bit of not necessarily Ooh, recency bias, but uh, my Boo. pick is Freerin. Uh, Cop out. Uh, no, it's not. It, it It is one of those things that... Um, I initially read the first six volumes. I was like, this is okay. Like, I understand why people love this, but it's not really my thing. And I was like, I know this anime is going to be a lot better. I think this is the way I want to consume this story rather than just reading it. And from episode one, I've been like, yes, this, this is what I was missing. It's, it's the music, the score and the background of everything that made this show spectacular. And for me, free Ren, the character herself is a spectacular character. She is an elf who lives basically for thousands of years. And for her to kind of just microscope in and relive, I feel like, or not relive, but reflect on her past of like an eight year span, which is a blip to her in this journey is nothing short, but just captivating. I think that her, her quest to kind of understand human emotions in her companions' emotions, because they might not necessarily be human, um, is something that, you know, on paper sounds, um, like, okay, but when it's actually done and, like, written well like this, it's fantastic. This is some of the best fantasy-type show out there. I, I, I could gush about her for a while, but it, it, everything about her character is great. From the writing, the comedy, and just the emotions that she does but does not show is fantastic. And I will never not laugh at any time that I see her stuck in a mimic because it's it's so damn funny. And it's a lot, too. It happens yeah. a lot, a lot. 
It happens quite often. But yeah, for me, I know it's a, people be like, oh, it's recency bias. I think that she is one of the most developed character, even though we are only like 15 episodes in. I, I, I love her character. I love this story, and I can't wait to see more. Yeah, I mean, I, I just, I'll add that she is a great character. And she would be on most people's best characters. I think it's for it's for all the reasons you said. But, I mean, for me personally, because I'm also watching this, it is, I, I think it lends itself more to how the anime is being told, too. Like, it, it is, it, it's an adventure anime. It's not action-packed. It's not battle after battle. It's like you're reading The Hobbit. Like, yeah. that's the story. So you focus, you have more time to spend on these characters because they're the focal point. It's not so much like where they're going or what they're doing. It's who's on this adventure and where they've come from and, and you know, how much they've grown since then. So, yeah, I think I agree with you. It's still a little bit of a, a little bit of a cheesy cop out kind of pick because that's just like that's on a silver platter there, man. This anime is. is basically just screaming, "We have the best characters," and you're like, "I like that one." <laughs> I mean, you can make a case for all of the characters that they yeah exactly before, exactly like, Rin, Fern and oh fuck I forgot the guy's name the the red wielding dude. But, yeah, yeah. You can make all a, three of them are case, phenomenal. You can make a case for a lot of the the original party characters too, because of how much True. they're shown. Too, yeah. Like, the freaking priest it, is is yeah. so funny, hilarious. It's yeah. so great. But no, but, I mean that that this is Freerin is basically you could just rename it from Freerin Beyond Journey's End to Freerin. Pick a character, any character you're gonna like them. <laughs> what do you like here? Yeah, here is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically. <laughs> But yes, no, that, it's my pick, and I, I love it. But we're going to move on to our next category, and that is the best backlog show, which this one was a particularly difficult sh- uh, category for myself. You you did this to yourself. I, I, when I, I saw your I thing, I was like, God damn it. He knows know I'm behind on anime every season. This, this guy thinks I have time to watch other anime? So uh, to put it in perspective as to why this was very difficult, I wa- I am currently at I believe ninety seven shows ninety no sorry I'm at as of today ninety nine seasons of anime watched. Granted, fourteen of them are One Piece, <laughs> but still, that's a lot of seasons. Um, but for me, my pick uh, it, it's it's an oldie, it's a goodie, and it's a very weird one for me. I feel like, but that pick is Nana. Nana is one of those shows that people talk about under like like under their breath. They're like, "Oh, but the Nana's really good." And you're like, "What was that? What what did you say? A Nana, Mama, Mama, Nana." Yeah, Mama Mia. Nana. Nana was a like 50, 60 some odd episode show. It's it's a shoujo show. It's 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 so weird to describe. It's so intriguing. It's like watching like high school drama like you know when you were back in high school just watching the high school drama unfold before your eyes but they're all adults so it's like kind of none of the it's just like how do you live like this it was just kind of like one of those things of just like i'm i really want just some old school high school drama just give that to me on a silver platter but it's done very well, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's got some re- actually relatively great music in it um, because it does revolve around, uh, half of it does revolve around 
bands. Um, but to me, it, it just was a standout. It was something that, you know, I had heard it was good. I was like, you know what, we'll try it. We'll see if it's good. And, you know, it just kind of tickled that itch this year that I just didn't know I needed. And that was just give me some good old fashioned, unadulterated high school drama that I don't have to be a part of. So cool. that is my pick. Cool. Uh, if I could pick movies, I would have picked any of the Ghibli movies that we've reviewed so far, <laughs> uh, except for The Boy and the Heron, obviously. Um, right. But no, instead, I picked one that is a total cop-out for me because it's not finished. I've not finished the manga nor the anime, but it's something that has been on. It's I keep wanting to go back to it because it is intriguing i do really like it what i've read so far in the manga and what limited i've watched so far as the anime and that is summertime rendering um which is kind of an interesting one because it did technically come out last year but it came out january of this year in america yeah it's it's that's why i said it's a cop-out it's a cop-out yeah. because it i mean it's it's been out for what felt like 38 years so far and then it just finally released <laughs> out of disney prison so yeah. Yeah, like I said, it's a total cop-out because there's really nothing else that I've gone back to watch. I mean, I went back, I think, and watched, like, a little bit of Fooly Cooly to prepare for, like, Shoegaze um, and the other one that just came out that I can't remember. Uh, and then There's a lot of them I probably watched, like, a handful episodes of Cowboy Bebop randomly. Like, there's plenty of anime that I've just randomly just, like, wanted to watch a few episodes of, but nothing that's been on my to watch list that's previous that I've just have had the time for. Um, it, like I'm sure I could go back and watch a lot of the anime that we've talked about last year or even the year before last year that I was watching and hadn't finished or was supposed to watch and didn't ever get around to watching. But I, there is, there is just too much goddamn anime and I'm not mad yes, about it. Is. I'm not mad about it at all. Uh, but it gets a little bit challenging. Keep, keeping up with your list of, what I need to watch or what I want to watch because it just keeps piling on. But... Agreed. Um, I will say something real quick before we move on to the next category. I did watch this anime. I do. I have read the manga. I love this series. It is phenomenal. If you go watch it, do not watch the dub. I am. I know. And I am an advocate for watching dubbed animes. I think that dubbed has come a long way. This one is particularly awful. Yes. There are maybe two consistently good characters in the dub. And then the rest are just fucking awful. Yep. Just please, just this. This is the one time I will say, do not watch a dub. Yeah. No. We, so, yeah, yes. we we talked about that a while ago, but yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. if you said what you're reading backlog wise, uh, <laughs> that'd be JoJo's, but that's another story. Yeah, so. for me, it'd be. Uh, I've got a bottom. I don't. Well, care. You've got you, more you've than got me, so, but I've yeah, got. A, you've got so much. I've got a whole fucking shelf and a half, if not more, of uh, what to read. But yes, no, we're not going back not to going that. There. Not going there. Instead, where are we going? We are going to the most underrated anime of the season, of the year, excuse me. For me, that would be 16-bit sensation, another layer. Now, you thought it would be Undead Murder Farce. Interesting. You thought it would be Undead Murder Farce. However, I feel like it's I, not because it is rated so highly, technically. So, th it, this this category is so hard for me because I feel like I normally always gravitate more towards, or I shouldn't say gravitate. I end up enjoying more of the under the radar 
anime each season than the like kind of staple ones. This right. season, it, probably not so much because you have Jujutsu Kaisen and you have Freerin and you have Undead Unlock and you have a bunch of other really good ones too. Um, but normally that's kind of my areas. Like I like the ones that people don't really talk about as much. So going into this category, I'm like, how am I going to determine this? So I looked at ratings. I also factored in like how much publicity it got like on social media. Like, did I see clips of things on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube? Or like, did I see things in people's other reviews talking about Undead Murder Farce or any of the other ones I've watched? And I did see a lot for Undead Murder Farce. I will say that. Yeah. Um, another another one on this list that I was thinking of too was Dark Gathering. And because I felt like Dark Gathering didn't get a lot of love initially, um, even though it came out at the perfect time, it came out during spooky season. It didn't get an immediate, like, full on fandom of people, like, going towards and being like, yes, finally, like, a scary anime. This is great. This 16 bit sensation, however, I've heard nothing. Now, granted, it's still airing. We're almost done with it, though. We got two more episodes. And that's it. I have heard Zilch. Nada. The only other person I know who's watching it is Stead, who is a part of our Discord community. Shout and out, buddy. He I it was on my radar when we did the review. And he had messaged early on when the season started saying, This show is fun. He said it's it's not gonna win enemy of the year or anything like that. Time. But it's a good time. It's an enjoyable watch. And I was like, thank goodness. Because was, this was on my list, and I watched it, immediate, immediately fell in love. It made I thought me... you and I wrote the show off, and then Stead said, hey, this is a fun show. And we were no, both like, okay, no, no, we'll no. give it a shot. I didn't because it reminded me, the synopsis reminded me of um, the... Redo Our Lives or whatever. Yes, Redo Our Lives, exactly. Uh, and I love that one, too. Remake Our Life, yes. Um, I love that one, too. Premise was... Like, basically, guy goes into business school instead of art school, goes into game design, and that company fails and then gets picked up by an old friend to go to their company. Their company fails, and he's like, well, double fuck. What am I going to do now? If only I could start again and I can just go from the ground up. Instead of going into economics, I, I could actually go into digital art. And I had the chance, and I didn't take it. And then, bam, next morning he's back like 10 years, and he has the chance again. Love that. I love that concept. I love when it's actually done well, too, and I feel like Remake Our Life did that well. 16-Bit Sensation had a similar style to it, and I was like, okay, I like it. First episode was good. Second episode was good. Third episode threw me for a loop. Threw everything out in terms of what I imagine a, a time travel uh, mm -hmm. anime to be like, it had a really, really interesting twist. No spoilers at all. But it, it was so, so well done. It, it, I will say the last episode, I'm like, okay, getting a little gimmicky, but I'm still yeah. there. I still like this. This is still on my Just alley. Just let me, let me boot them all up. Because I... I <laughs> that, that scene alone killed me. But, um, but I know, I just... I, the characters are a lot of fun. Uh, and I love, too, that they picked a very a very unique or like niche topic in Bishojo games specifically for this yeah. because it is like that genre of games is, is kind of lost in the United States for the most part. It's, it's primarily like Japanese 
heavy market for Bishojo games. Um, there's a few here and there, but you don't see them a lot, you know, being made in the U.S., let alone being ported over to the U.S., Usually what we get is, like, visual novels that are, like, mystery murder type things, yeah. like 999 type Yeah, exactly. Stuff. So I like that aspect, too. I like that they focus on a really niche area of, like, the video game market. It went all in on it. And they made these characters so passionate about their work. Um, and some not, for, for valid reasons, too. And, and it fits so well into the dynamics of the whole group. Absolutely love this anime. Uh, I think the music is well done. I think the animation is is decent. It's nothing like to write home about by any means. It's like you it's kind of like a run of the mill slice of life anime when it comes to animation quality. So you're not getting like yeah. anything out, out like you're going not going to get blown out of your chair by it. But it's it's not rough around the edges at least, which is good. I I think it's the character design that kind of saves the animation. Absolutely. The character design is so unique or so just kind of different that it's just it, it helps save the animation and save you from looking at something yeah. really clunky. Yeah. So, yeah, no, this this anime, 16-bit sensation, another layer, takes the cake in terms of underrated because, uh, you know, no one's talking about it. I don't foresee it getting a lot of publicity either by the time it's wrapped up. Uh, but it is extremely underappreciated and should get some praise because it is a really good anime. Yeah. I, I agree. I do really like this pick. Um, it's it's something that I thought about because I've been really like, as you said, it's not groundbreaking. It's not going to be anime of the year. No, but it is a damn good time. Yeah. I am enjoying myself with this show. But for me, I had to go a different direction. I had to go with Heavenly Delusion. Um, this was a show that for all intents and purposes, it is a very highly rated show. The people who watched it really enjoyed it and tried to get people to watch it but couldn't because it's on hulu hulu is where good anime goes to die it really is so much so i have not finished bleach thousand year blood war season two well that's your fault that's because, that's entirely your because fault. i always forget it's on hulu hulu is just a place where good anime goes to die even Undead Unluck could have made this list because Undead Unluck has been phenomenal. It took me so it took me probably 30 some odd chapters to really enjoy the manga, but it was because people were like, no, 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 keep going. It's really good. And it is. It is a very good series. And the anime does a better job of adapting those early on chapters and making them more interesting than the manga that I was just like, holy shit. Why is more people like why aren't more people talking about that this show? It's because it's on Hulu. Nobody's watching shit on Hulu or Disney Plus. And this is especially true for a new IP, uh Heavenly Delusion. It's not a shonen jump property. It is just something that really flew under the radar and is phenomenal. Like the the premise of the show is basically humanity hasn't been erased but there are monsters that are making it damn difficult to live in like as a human mm. and it's um it, it follows the journey of a boy and a girl basically uh just trying to ah, fuck i forget what the entire premise of it is <laughs> unfortunately it's been so long since i watched it um but no it's it's basically them trying to figure out like the mystery behind where these monsters came from and why they're here 
And it is one of those shows that when you think of like, oh, um, you think of Attack on Titan where it did a really like good job with season one of being like this show that was very violent, very like ultra violent, very gruesome, very like, oh, my God, like, are they really doing this as an anime? Mm -hmm. And it kind of does a similar thing where some of the fight scenes are very gruesome and some of the way people and monsters die are reminiscent of Made in Abyss where just people it's just it's violent it's detailed it's it's a good time but um yeah this one really it came out like a wet fart unfortunately because it's on Hulu but it is a phenomenal show it it it's probably in my top 5 for the year but it just it just it came out on Hulu that's yep. its only problem Yep. This problem there this probably would have been an anime of the year contender if it weren't for Hulu. Wow. That's a bold statement. It, it it really is. But we're moving on from most underrated to something that is also I was talking about a lot of negativity with Hulu, and we're gonna stay yeah. a little negative here, and we're gonna go with most disappointing. This is the category that I, I least look forward to because I have been hyped for a handful of series throughout the year. And unfortunately, not all of them could live up to the hype. Let's be real. And one of them for me, unfortunately, was a wonderful slice of life that I've been reading that I've been loving so much. And the anime for it was just, it was just bad. It's just not good. It really is. I wanted it to be good. But that, that anime is a galaxy store. I I love this series. This series is, I think, in all six volumes long. And if I'm not mistaken, they only cover the first three. So they have little to cover in a very long time. And they do manage to draw it out and make it like feel well-paced because they are going literally through every panel, which is some, you know, manga nerd's wet dream out there is to cover every panel. But this ain't it. This should have just been a one-and-done series of uh, one season. Instead, they split it up into potentially two if it even gets renewed. But um, the premise of this one being that a girl who is essentially an alien uh, comes to Japan basically because her grandma last wishes to have her live her own life and not be a queen of this island that she lives on. And so she comes into Japan, she wants to be a manga artist, and she does so. And she starts living with the person who she's assisting, and then they fall in love uh, through other weird means. And um, yeah, it's honestly, it's a better story than I'm describing it as, but the anime did not do it justice at all. And it, it really was just kind of the most disappointing, because I was very excited for this one. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 there's not much more I could say other than just, I'm sorry. I wish. <laughs> I wish it were better. I'm, I'm sorry. What do you have to apologize for? I, I'm sure there's somebody out there, if you were watching this and you were like, that was my favorite show this oh, year. Yeah. There's like, gonna be, I'm sorry. There's going to be people like that all the time. Um, mm. For me, this was this wasn't a, also a harder one because I feel like there was a couple I was... I was disappointed at, but I'd finished it, 
because it, it just didn't live up to expectations. Um, and I'll kind of give that a runner-up nod after I'm done with my actual most disappointing. Um, but this was one I was looking forward to because it was during, like, the season of Slice of Life. And I was, like, in heaven. I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be f- wonderful. I'm just going to only last watch. Season. Yeah, I'm going like, to only watch Slice of Life. This is going to be great. I can't wait. Uh, and I watched the first episode. And it was, I was like immediately bored. And I was like, oh man, what a depressing Did you time. and I watch this one together? I think we, we watched this together. We might have. I don't know. I can't remember. We might have watched it together though. I think we did. Uh, but the one we're referring to is The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses. Um, yeah, this Oof. one, this one, it, and it's weird too, because I feel like I saw a lot of people posting about it and loving it. Same with um, My Tiny Senpai too. Like a lot of people just posting like different clips of it and memes and saying how much it's like, it's so good. It's so funny. It's so wholesome. And I'm like, man, I watched one episode and I immediately dropped it. It just, it it didn't grab me. Like it was, it it was missing a lot of those key elements that you'd find in like, uh, my senpai is annoying or, um, you know, other kind of workplace slice of lives too. This one was interesting enough because, it seemed like it was going to be a nice little wholesome one that played into the glasses a little bit, right? Like forgetful girl, going to forget her glasses once. That's how they kind of connect. And then that's kind of it. This bitch just all every day, no glasses all, all the time. No glasses. Never just, I was so one bored. Day with I it. brought my contacts. Oh, nope. Forgot my glass. I lost my contacts. Yes. Lost my glasses. It every like, I was so done with it after the first episode. I was like, "How do you? How do you go on?" And I'm, and people will probably go out and scream at me and be like, "You, you should have just kept watching. It gets better. It, you know, you start to see the, the like." I don't care. Like the first episode is really important to me. If you can't grab me in the first episode, it's gonna hard. It's gonna be really hard to keep me along. Like the one that I I watched the first episode was interested enough but dropped like a couple episodes later was Arahan san which is I kind of oh, equate yeah, that to you this. and I both yeah you, you and it, I both did not like that and a lot of people gave us flack for it yeah. they're like what are you talking about that show was delightful and yeah. I'm like oh, I mean fuck. The, <laughs> what are you talking about did we watch the same show like and and sometimes the focus is like oh you know the characters are so funny and they and they meld so well together and sure that's fine but it has to be entertaining too to watch, and I and Aharon San just got really boring and stale. The girl I like forgot her glasses was extremely pretty to look at. Like animation was superb. That was uh, the one thing I wanted to add to that is that if I give it credit for one thing, it is its animation. Yeah, Gohan's Gohan's went went far with this one. They absolutely did, and I feel like a lot of people stuck around because of that too, because people would post about how well it's animated or how pretty these scenes look. And again, I'm not dissing it for that. The, the anime itself and the, and the first episode alone were just so boring and, and the joke ran dry very quickly. Instantly. It just, yeah, it didn't capture me. Um, and, and again, this was sort of in the, the, Season of Slice of Life, so it was a big downer that I didn't get this one too. We had other great ones. I think Masterful Cat came out that season, which was a nice same little studio. same studio, uh, really fun. I like like that one grabbed me. It was it was pretty. The characters were interesting and funny. I, I had a lot of uh, fun with with the this giant fucking human cat that everyone just was like, yeah, it's just a giant cat. What about it? 
Like I like that. Like like that's that's funny enough. And then they went more into the backstory about the cat and the the lady and everything. So it was good. That one was good. This one though, not so much. Um, I yeah. will say though, my very close runner up, and and I didn't give it to it because it wasn't that it was bad. It just didn't live up to its predecessor. Was Demon Slayer. Uh, Swordsmith Village Arc. Interesting. I so Entertainment District and people are gonna get up in arms by this too. I know, but Entertainment District was is has been in in it as far as I can see in the foreseeable future, probably will be the better season for Demon Slayer. Right yeah, now, at least the right best, now, it's the best season that they've put yeah. out so far. First season was safe and it was mediocre. Uh, the movie, it, people have very differing differing opinions. One of them is if on this If you don't podcast. know, mine is very negative. No one cares. Uh, we've heard it enough. Um, Entertainment District, superb. Absolutely superb. And I, and I know people will say, like, oh, it was boring at the first part, and then there was fighting. Everything can't just be action. <laughs> You're not going to... First season was mediocre. Jujutsu Kaisen would like to have a word with you. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> have you seen some of the episodes lately? Of, I mean, like, lately Jujutsu Kaisen, sure. Leading up to this? That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, leading up to it, but this, like, second No, yeah, no, season. I know, I know. Anyways, but, uh, this is a joke. Continue. Yeah, I just... The Swordsmith Village arc had all the pieces that Entertainment District had as well and it just fumbled the execution they they went too deep into backstories for characters mid-fight multiple times too like not just once but multiple times and it just it completely ruined the pacing of everything you like left off on this like really awkward cliffhanger versus like this intense one uh i i didn't really enjoy the battle so much it felt like a lot of lucky missteps by the demons and just like just happened to defeat them by the Hashira. Sorry for spoilers. Um, wow. I know. It just like Demon Slayer, I feel like ever since what happened in the uh, the Mugen Train arc um, when everyone's lives got turned upside down by the ending. Uh, in case you have don't know what happened, I'm not gonna say it. But I feel like Demon Slayer, the anime at least, and I'm sure you know, I haven't read the manga, so I'm sure it plays out the same way in the manga. But I'm I feel this weird feeling that in for the anime they like they're like we can't let anyone else die or else we're not gonna hear the end of it, and like they've just played it really awkwardly safe. It works so out. You know. There's two. There's like two arcs. No, left. no, no, I know. Like I said, I know the, it. It certainly can get better, but up until this point. From what I've seen, Entertainment District is by far the best. So you have this weird upswing for entertainment, and you're like, you have this high expectations for Swordsmith Village arc. You, you, it's it can't be any less than the previous one. You have to keep going up and up and up. Let's put it in theaters. And it just it just kind of petered back down again. It wasn't yeah. bad, but it didn't live up to where Entertainment District was, and I feel like that was a disappointment. But again, that is my kind of runner up. Does not beat the girl I like forgot her glasses by any means because that one was just yeah. bad. I have a runner up, but we are also kind of running uh, out of time. Not out of time, but we are running on time. So for the next category, please introduce it and tell us the picks because we both have the same one for this. Both same one for the next two, I believe. But yes, we do. Our next category is best new series. 
I don't think it's going to be any surprise to anyone, but for both of us, it was Freerun. Yeah. Um, we've already 100%. talked about it for the most it's, part. So I, honestly, I don't think we can, we need to talk about it too much more. Just go, go watch it. And I, if yeah. you don't, if you don't like it, I understand. This is the one thing, the one series where if you don't like it, I completely understand. Like, yeah. this is not a show for everybody. It is a very slow, methodical character burn. I I would equate it so I'll equate it to two things and I've already mentioned one. If you The Hobbit, yeah. If, yeah, if you enjoyed reading The Hobbit, if you if you like that aspect of fantasy where it's more adventure and and the exploration of lands and and you know, the development of people, the characters themselves, this is the show for you. Another anime to equate it to, you might give me a little eyebrow, but I will I'll explain it. Okay. Is Mishoku Tensei. Because Mashoka Tensei has a lot of world building, a lot of character focus, and it's less like action driven. There's certainly like action scenes. There's very intense moments in the anime, but for the most part, like especially season one and season two of Mashoka Tensei, you have a lot of just the life of being an adventurer and the life of being someone who's exploring a new land, and that's what this anime is in Furin. So if you enjoy those aspects of fantasy realms, this is most certainly the anime for you. And this, if in again, as Frank mentioned, this if not everyone's cup of tea. Most people don't like sitting back and relaxing while they watch an anime. Most people want to be gripping their chair, like about to throw up at the intensity that they're watching. Like there are plenty of people Aaron that are like that. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> But I, I just, yeah. yeah, there's this one was by and far, I think, the the, the winner in this category. When it was announced, we knew. I, yeah. I knew that this would be the best new show of the year. Yeah. This, the, it's, it is fantastic, but I don't fault anybody for not enjoying it. I just hope that they don't go to Mal and downvote it like the freaking FMAB fans they may or may not be. They're coming out of the woodwork. I'm sure they are. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, but we are going to move straight on into our next category, which is... Best original anime of the year. Um, you and I both have the same pick. This was a winter 2023 pick. We we stooped on this one for a very long time. Yeah. But um, it's Buddy Daddies. It is hands down yes. the best original anime that came out this year. Yes. I had so much fun with this show. 
This show was a blast to watch week in, week out. And the last, maybe minus the last few episodes, because it did get a little real. It got a little dark, and, you know, it's fine. It, it kind of had to take that turn. But to me, this show was a delight. It's two assassins taking care of a kid that they, you know, assassinated their dad. So it's just like, whoopsie. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Pop is it's, gone. it's a big old whoops. Yeah. Um, but it was so endearing because, I mean, the kid didn't know either way, but the kid also, because the kid didn't know who her father was, and the, but after they killed the dad, they're like, I'm your dad, yeah! It's just, it was a delight. The kid is, if we had, we didn't do the category this year for must protect at all cost, this kid, to me, would be that, that winner. I know you said Kubo's, uh, Kubo's Shirashi's, Shirashi's her, yeah, younger brother. Younger brother. To me, this child would be must protect at all at all costs, and they do. They do that in this show. They mm-hmm. because they are assassins first and foremost, and one from a, a long lineage of assassins. So they do have to protect this kid, and just learning how to be adults and learning how to take care of another human being other than yourself was so endearing to watch. It was fan it was just a fun time. Yeah. It was such a good time. Yep. It, I just there's there's a lot that there's not really much more you could say. There's a lot to say, but there's it's just most of it will boil down to it was a fun time. Yep. Yeah, I don't I don't think I have to say anymore. It was a, it was a good watch. It was a really very enjoyable um everything about it was superb. Yes. Thumbs up. Go watch Buddy Daddies. Yeah. But, but Mr. Magically Average, what's our next category? We've got more. And it's my wow. favorite character. Favorite category. It's your favorite, favorite it's character. It's your favorite ca- category. Yeah. It's my favorite category. It's Best Slice of Life. Um, wow. This one was so hard. This one was so no, hard. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't that hard, but to me, it was hard. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Fine. Fine. It was either this or the 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really. <laughs> yeah. We, well, we've already talked about both of ours. You're actually technically first on this one. Oh, so am I? Wanna, yeah. You want to go? F- oh, yeah, sure. No. Oh, I thought you were first on this one. But yeah, no. Best slice of life. Skip and loafer. Again, yeah. it was the show of spring 2023 that it was like, your I watched... show with a golden retriever and no one cares because you're yeah, boring. Watch one episode. I needed more. I can proceeded to read in the entirety of what was out physically of the manga yeah because you're crazy when you you do that all the time you find a series and you're like i'm just gonna read ahead Mm -hmm. i don't care and i'm Mm -hmm. like you are a psychopath like fucking zom 100 is now fully out on the viz app it's fantastic yeah in the the new chapter just dropped today and it was fantastic we finished watching the most recent season of kaguya sama love is war and i think two days later you're like i finished the manga Mm -hmm. and i'm like you God damn it! Why it's you like very this? good. It's very good. Well, I know good. it's good, but like, just <laughs> relax. Let it. Let let everything just no. take it in stride. Just I can't relax. Calm down. Uh, but yeah, no. For me, Skip and Loafer was my favorite slice of life by yeah. far this year. Yeah. No, I mean, it, for for me though, the slice of life was, was a bit challenging because we had the dangers in my heart. We had Kubo. Uh, we had second season of Nagatoro. We had Urasu, um, no, uh, Uzaki-chan, uh, the second season, I think. Um, so I like, think third, but yeah. Or 
third. Yeah, I think you're right. one of them. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, for me, like a lot of series that I had been watching and a lot of series I was excited for, but the one that took me by surprise and the reason that it's getting the best slice of life nod for me is my love story with Yamada-kun at level 999 because I, it was not on my radar. I, a lot of people had read it and loved it. It was not something that was at all in my like realm in terms of like what I was planning on watching, what I intended on watching, or what I was excited to watch. Read the synopsis. I liked it. You know, I always like, again, a nice added flavor to a slice of life. And this one was girl gets into the gaming because of her boyfriend, gets dumped by said boyfriend, still kind of plays the game, but is sad about it, uh, goes to a, a basically a meetup for the game and runs into the best. To get merch, yeah. Yeah, the best local gamer. Uh, and Who happens to be in her clan. Yeah. It happens to be in her clan, and then everything kind of ensues from there. Uh, again, great characters, great storytelling. Uh, animation is lovely. Everything about this was excellent in, in, in kind of what I want from A Slice of Life. And slight spoilers. So apologies if you haven't watched and we're planning on to. Uh, you can mute me really quick. We had a moment at the end of the season that made all Slice of Life fans rejoice. And for all of you out there, you know the feeling. You watch through a season, two, maybe even three, and you never get the satisfaction of your main character and their love interest, whether they're female or male, whatever sex they identify as. You don't ever get the satisfaction of them confessing their love or showing any sort of just attraction towards the other person. You're, you're just, you want them to finally make the move. And you never, ever get your characters to do that. No payoff. This anime fucker throws that out the window and goes, nope, they're going to confess their love for each other at the end. They're going to kiss. And that's how the season's going to end. Woo! <laughs> and I was like, they did it! Yay! We win! We Yay! win! Everything's good in the world. No. This one, it hit all the boxes that you want in a slice of life. And, and more. It went above and beyond my expectations. I absolutely loved it. Uh, my wife loved it so much so that she read through the entire manga, like you, like the psychopath you are, did the same thing. Uh, did not do that for this show. No, no, not for this show, but she couldn't put it down. Like, it was that good as a manga, too. So if it's as entertaining as I'm saying it as an anime, and it's equally that as a manga, like, it, only good things can come from it in the future. So hopefully we're going to get more seasons, fingers crossed. But, yeah, no. Yamada-kun takes the cake, slice of life of the year, hands down. Yeah. Next category. I think otherwise, but yeah. yeah you're you're yeah. up. You said you I vanilla was the one. Golden Retriever boar. You would think. Okay. To be fair. Best comedy. You were supposed to, were supposed to start with that one. Your odds and comedy. I Comedy. Best comedy. I think Do I'm you up want first. Me to start or you I don't going? know. I don't know. I had to add your stupid last second fucking entry. I asked you. As you like want... a category. Okay, like, Do you want to add this? I, and I was like, fine. You are odds. <sighs> best comedy. Drum roll, I, I, I don't know who's first. Let me click the space bar. Here we go. It's is me. Is it yours or mine? It's, it's you. It's me, okay. and it's 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you. This one's a new one, too, and is in it's coming out currently. Um, and we're, I think there's only one episode left for this anime. Um, I believe you were correct. I knew going in. So the, my my history with this one, if you haven't listened to our previous episodes... 
where we re- where we talk about it in a review, um, and I mentioned it in another episode too. But if you're unfamiliar with this, and and how I came about learning about the 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you is I was at a bookstore, I saw it on a shelf, and I was like, this has to be like some etchy harem BS, right? Like, this can't be good. Read the back of it in the synopsis, was like, nope, I'm hooked. I want it. Gimme, gimme. I started reading it. Absolutely hilarious. Extremely funny premise. Extremely funny characters. The amount of fourth wall breaking in this anime is is on par with, like, um, uh, I just said the stupid anime. Why can't I remember it? Kaguya-sama. Jesus. Thank you. There's a lot of that aspect to it. I love that style of comedy. I like when anime... They play... They make fun of themselves, right? Like, they, they, they know that they're an anime, right? They're not trying to be serious at times, especially this one. This one's goofy as hell. There's a guy that gets 100 girlfriends. Like, how is that not a harem, etchy bullcrap? Uh, which it is. But the comedy is gold, Hilarious. I, I think I've laughed a number of times each episode that's come out. There are so many different scenes. The way that they bounce jokes off of each other, the way that they they don't really play into like a lot of the rehash jokes. They don't do all these like, this character is going to say the same thing. Ho, 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 there's the joke again. Saw that coming for the 20th time. They don't do that. It's Can it's, we add one more? Okay. Let's try it. But they all, all the characters have unique personalities that play into the jokes that they do tell. Like, the, a lot of the humor stems from how completely unique each character is. Like, in, in the image that we see, there's the five girls and Rentoru, and all the five girls have wildly different personalities. And it's hilarious to see interactions where it's all of them, like a few of them, just Rentoru and one of the girls, like, superb. I cannot get enough of this anime from the comedy aspect. Like, just give it, I would honestly say, just give it a try what for the comedy piece. What would you say? Just give it a try for the comedy piece. Yes, it is, it's etchy. I'm not going to deny that. It's etchy. It's a harem. He's got 100 girlfriends, or soon to get 100 girlfriends at some point. But again, the premise of it, which I don't even want to spoil at this point because it's too funny just going in blind and coming to, like coming to the realization of what this anime is going to be about gold yeah the just how everything progresses is is great and it, it there there are moments where it can be a little bit serious for a slice of life too which i think adds to the anime as a whole and it it doesn't it doesn't detract from the comedy cuz i think if they were like going into just being funny, it would lose itself at some point. But they do play into some of the other serious moments, which I'm sure you're laughing because I'm saying that this anime can be serious, which it can be at times, Uh, especially these last few episodes. I think that helps elevate the comedy throughout because you have, you're not like always at this like, ha 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 ha, okay, it's getting old. Yeah, exactly. You're like, Jesus fucking stop, I uh, tap out. Like, yeah. you get a lot of the other emotions and a lot of other feelings throughout the anime, too, as you're watching. So, no, this yep. one, it, it just give it a shot. Give it three episodes. Give it an episode. Even the first episode alone, you watch the first episode. 
I've watched the first two or three. I, I, this is a show that I will go back to. I just haven't finished. Yeah, yeah. But I, but I haven't watched enough of it for me to put it as best comedy. There but in terms, really, of, in terms of like right. a first episode, was it enough to get you? The first episode was very good. Yes. Yeah, no, exactly. the first episode will definitely draw you in. But yeah. yeah, again, I just haven't seen enough of it for me to claim best comedy. There were yeah. really two options for me this year. The option I did not pick was Handyman in Another World. That show took me by surprise and was legitimately hilarious. I think every episode I watched, I was just laughing my butt off for whatever reason that they were getting into. It was so much better than it ever deserved to be for an isekai. But for me, the best comedy of the year, which is a bit controversial for the fact that people are like, is it an anime? Is it not an anime? It's Scott Pilgrim Takes Off. This was a show that I was looking forward to since they had announced it. They got the original cast from the movie, and it was done by Saint Seru, which is an amazing studio. If you've not watched their other works, they are in charge of, like, Tatami Galaxy um, and, like, that whole entire kind of series because there's Tatami Tatami Galaxy, um, the movie which was, we watched, fuck, what's it called? Uh, The Night is Short, Walk On Girl, Mm -hmm. and then... um, they have another series that came out last year, which I have yet to watch. Same, same studio, original cast from the movie, different plot. This show was so good. This show was eight episodes of pure, just nostalgia bomb, but also just like new memories, new comedy, something more to poke fun at. There were Easter eggs, like everything about the show. I, I, it honestly, this was my number two show of the year. In, in, wow. in retrospect, this is my number two show. I love the show. I want to go back and rewatch it already. Like, this show was so fucking good. But it also had the comedy to back it up. Like, the movie itself, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, was a funny movie. It was a good movie. But this show just took it and ramped it up to 11. Because there were eight episodes, it was longer than the movie. There was just more to poke fun at because it was, it is a very different plot for all intents and purposes from the movie, but it is still following similar plot points, if that makes sense. And to just watch it all kind of unfold and just change and poke fun at itself was something that I absolutely loved and wanted from this series. Whether you consider it an anime or not, I do. For the fact that it was made by a Japanese studio, I I absolutely adored this show. There, there, I mean, it wasn't just like for a Western audience. This is for whomever wants to watch an anime because mm. they there are anime tropes. In it. Um, but yeah, no, this show hands down was one of the funniest shows I watched all year. I I highly implore you go watch it. It's on Netflix. So yeah, but um, we're gonna just move. Straight on ahead to our next category, which is best drama. Um, for me, this one could have gone two different ways. This could have gone the high school drama route where it's like, ooh, did you see who he was kissing? No, I didn't. Did you see who she was kissing? No, I didn't. It could have gone that where it would have been the trashy drama of high school love, which would have been Masamune Kun's Revenge R. But no, I went with the serious red. I went with the actual kind of drama 
uh, centric show, and that is Vinland Saga season two. Vinland Saga, Saga season one was incredible. It, it is a absolute masterpiece. It is something that everybody should watch because if if you like TV, if you like drama TV, if you like captivating stories and characters, season one is a phenomenal show. Season two just slows everything down and it lowers the stakes a bit but it makes like it makes a compelling story it it basically just lasts over i believe three years rather than the entirety of this kid's childhood and um it, it it's really one of those things that it's hard to put into words without just ruining the entirety of it i i it, Season two was such a departure from season one, but it was still so well done. It is a longer season where it is 24 episodes, but it is still very well done. It is very slow. Like if you thought uh, Jobless Reincarnation um, season two was slow compared to season one, like times like 0.5 speed for this. This is a very slow, methodical season, but it is phenomenal. It is it is definitely the best drama out there because it does deal with so many different new characters and relationships, but also revolving around the one character that you do know and love and root for. So for me, Vinland Saga, season two, best drama of the Honestly, if you didn't say Vinland Saga, everything you would have said would be more accurate to my best drama of the year, and that would be Pluto. If you haven't watched Pluto yet, it is on Netflix. Um, it just came out. It just came out. Like, all of it just came out, and you're like, what? Yeah. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere. I will say, though, like, for a hot second on, on Netflix, you know how, like, when you open up the app or go to the webpage or whatever, it'll give you, like, a like a, like a what's new, what's hot. And Pluto was always, like, kind of up at the top. And I was like, Huh seems interesting and then you had watched it and said you have to watch it my wife and i watched it i was floored um yeah. this anime is it, the creator also was the creator of monsters so if you've read or watched monster you kind of know what you're getting yourself into i my wife's read through most of monster um and i know you've watched monster I think so, I watched it all last year, if I'm not mistaken. It was either yeah. last year or this year. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it was last year, though. So through secondhand, I've kind of learned a little bit about that series and consequentially the the creator behind it, too. So when I saw Pluto and I was like, art style looks a little similar. Oh, it's the same creator. That makes sense. I was like, all right, I know, relatively speaking, what I'm getting myself into. That's what I thought. <laughs> I had no you idea. You wrong, yeah, buddy. No. Um. This anime is, in my opinion, the epitome of of taking a five-star, A-tier drama from, from TV, like reality TV. And you can pick any from a, the catalog you want that, that are classified as like a drama. This, I wouldn't say reality TV, but drama sorry, TV. Sorry, not reality TV, but drama TV, live action, real people, sorry, acting. Right, not reality TV. Excuse me. Right. Um, any of the series that would fit into that category from from cable, Pluto would go toe to toe with it. I the the storytelling, the 
the amount of captivating moments episode to episode, the cliffhangers, the mystery, the characters, like this ep- this show is eight episodes. I want to say yep. each eight episodes, episodes one hour long each episode, or like with the first equivalent episode equivalent about. Yeah, the first episode I think is a little bit longer. I want to like say. an hour fifteen, something yeah, like that. something like that. But most of them are right around an hour. I don't think I've ever gotten more attached to characters in a shorter span of time than I have to these characters. And, and I'm not going to give any spoilers whatsoever beyond that. Um, it was superb. I, I, it was hard for me to not just want to watch through the whole thing. Like we had to, we watched it one night and we finished it at like 1130 and we're like, do we watch another episode? Let's let's try it. And we looked, and it's like, oh my god, an hour. T- we're not gonna watch another episode. Good night. We'll we'll <laughs> watch this tomorrow. But it took a lot of strength for me to not go. Let's just try to power through at least two more. <laughs> like like I I want to watch more, please. It was so well done. I just got I, chills I, thinking of this show. Like I yeah. Oh god. No this 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 anime in terms of again like anything. Anything and everything that you would characterize a top tier drama show as, Pluto has it, and in my opinion, more. Yeah. Because, again, you have a lot of freedom in, in the fact that it's animated. You have more flexibility with what you can do with your characters and your story and your environments. And I think that plays so well into the drama aspect of Pluto. And they take it and they do everything humanly possible with that f- freedom and it's ends up being this wonderful masterpiece of an anime like i i would this is an anime that i, I would go back and rewatch right now because it was it was that good it, it left me on the edge of my seat every single episode it left me second guessing everything i had watched like previous episodes of it trying to figure things out i i just i yeah it cannot be said more than what I've really already said in that it's just yeah the the greatest of the greats when it comes to a drama anime. For all intents and purposes too, this is a open closed story. So it's like eight hours yes. and you're done. Like this yes. th- yep. it has a finite ending. Yep. So um yeah, no, I, I do agree that it is a phenomenal drama, but um to me I I really when I think of drama, I kind of just, I more envision something more like Vinland Saga than Pluto. But for me, Pluto is more like, uh, I, I guess more mi- uh, mystery does play into drama, but I mean, it's, it's a very it's, good mystery thriller type, but not more of a mystery show, but it's, it's a drama. It's a drama. It's a mis- mystery action is how I would categorize it. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed my time with Pluto too, but we got to move on. We have two categories left. Oh, my Sir, gosh. What is our second to last category? That would be best action. Basically, what looks the prettiest? Uh, <laughs> for the most part. Hey, you're not wrong. You and I both part. have those kind of... Uh, yeah? Continue. Uh, yeah. Uh, for me, it's easy. It's Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, we're lucky enough again. So for the, the Crunchyroll Awards, because of the way that they're doing their seasons, technically, Jujutsu Kaisen... Sneaks in to the like the first four or five episodes. Yeah, it's the missing package or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, I can look it I, up. I but, can't. Uh-huh. It's, it's with Rukia and 
yeah, that whole sequence. Uh, basically, when uh, uh, Gojo and Gato are are younger first in the in the sorcerer school, um, which again entertaining, N- not hidden action. inventory, hidden inventory. That's what it is. Uh, great, not a lot of action. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Missing package, yeah. hidden inventory. It's the same shit. Yeah. Uh, for our awards, though, we are taking in the the larger portion of season two, which is still all of twenty twenty three. Yes, which is still currently airing, um, and it has some of the most impressive fighting sequences I've I've ever seen in any anime. Um, it is Mappa. We already know what Mappa is capable of. We've seen it in plenty of anime, like Attack on Titan, like Chainsaw Man. I just I had no idea the ability of some of these animators at MAPPA and what they did with Jujutsu Kaisen, I was floored. Um, there is a, a fighting sequence with Toji and Megami that is, it, it's again one of those ones where you just look at it and you're like, God, I, something's off. This has to be CG. Like there's, there, there's no way it is. It's like too fluid, but not fluid enough. Like, Something's something is up. What's going on here? Uh no, 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 no. It's all hand drawn, all hand, like, animated. No CG, or at least digitalized. Right, digitalized, but like no CG like you would have in um, you know, yeah. like Attack on Titan, the most recent seasons with all the Titans fighting. Like, yeah, I was. It, it was astounding, and, and there have been a number of fights since then and action sequences since then that have taken me by surprise and impressed me to no end. This was a really hard one too, because I did truthfully want to give it to Hell's Paradise because Hell's Paradise had some memorable fights. I would say. Um, I'd agree there. Yeah. There was, there's like, there's one scene in particular that just stands out in my head. uh, And I, to give minimal spoilers, it's a beginning scene where the the main character basically just slaughters a bunch of people, and just the the sea turns red. Yeah, like that's all I'm gonna say about it. Uh like like those types of things stand out in certain anime, but I just couldn't get it past myself to not give it to Jujutsu Kaisen because of the consistent top tier animation quality when it comes to their fights. Um, the choreography in it all too, how they pan everything into frame. Like yeah, I could go on. I don't think I need to though. Cause Jujutsu Kaisen, if you haven't watched it already, you should. And if you have watched it, you, you know, you know, yeah. Yeah. For me, I went in a different direction. I, I do agree with all the sentiments that you have for Jujutsu Kaisen. But for me, I went with Trigun Stampede. Now, this is a show that came out in winter 2023, so I've been stewing on this one for a while. And actually, I only just finished it recently. Within the past two months, I I finished watching it because I think I got through the first nine episodes and then something happened, something or another happened that the next season started, so kept going. Um, This show is beautiful. Like, whether or not you enjoy CG in your anime, that's the future. It is 
it is semi the future. You are going to get more shows like Trigun Stampede. Everyone, quick, the record yeah. Frank saying that. Real quick, quick, record yeah, it for yeah, posterity yeah. reasons. Um, Studio Orange did an absolute beautiful job with this show. Um, I know a lot of people, they have a lot of opinions about CG being in their anime, and a fully CG anime is absolutely usually awful. I have been no exception to this. <laughs> I have also said that CG in anime has been atrocious. I did not enjoy uh, the other anime that uh, Studio Orange did, the one with the crystal characters. I can't remember. Uh, Land of the Lustrous. Mm. They did Land of the Lustrous. Wasn't a huge fan of the overall story, and the animation was like, it was good, but it wasn't like, I still hadn't adjusted. I still did not enjoy it. Trigun Stampede was the first time that I fully immersed myself and enjoyed a fully CGI anime, and it was beautiful. And all of the fights benefited from it. The The fight scenes were gorgeous. They had depth to it. They, I mean, any time you have, like... If you go to a Spider-Man movie, every time you go to a Spider-Man movie, you get that one moment of, like, close in, like, oh, he's compact going through a tiny spot at high, fast speeds. This show kind of felt like that at all times. Like, the, the action was tight, it was fun, and everything about it was beautiful. I thoroughly enjoyed this show more than I thought I would. I, from the trailer, was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a go. I enjoyed the original show enough because uh, I watched it for the first time within the last two years. And I was like, you know what? This was good, but I don't have the nostalgia for it. Let me watch this new one. Let me see if it adds upon anything further to the show or what does it you know, bring to the table. And I think that it does a phenomenal job of telling a, a different side of the story, let alone in a different art style. I think that the art style really worked well with these characters and this world. To me, this hands down gets the best uh, uh, action show for me because it was just goddamn gorgeous. It really was. And it was a fun time. Mm -hmm. If you enjoyed the original Trigun, you get some, not all, but some of the original characters that you do from the original show, and they're a damn blast to watch. So, to me, best action, Trigun Stampede. Go watch it. Sir, we are on our last category. And we are on the same page for this sh this last category, and that is Anime of the Highly Anticipated Award that you have been watching over an hour for. Good sir, you and I both agree that Anime of the Year is Pluto. This yep. show, I had seen the announcement. I was like, okay, we'll see when it comes out. I will watch it. I'll see how I think about it. I didn't know until after the first episode. I was like, this was incredible. Who the fuck made this? And I realized that it was done by the same guy who did Monster. I was like, this makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I knew that it connects. was in the... I knew that it was in the same world as Astro Boy, and I knew that it was being done for Netflix, and that was about all I knew. That's all I knew going into this. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that it was done by the same guy, and I'm glad. Because, to me, I enjoyed Monster as a whole, but I do believe Monster is overly bloated. 
there are there are a lot of parts of monster that you could just get rid of and it would still be fine this wasn't a compact eight hour series that blew me away i watched it and i told you instantly i was like this is my show of the year mm-hmm. i there's nothing out there that can top this free rent is amazing this is better this is there's so much to say about this show in so little time you have said a lot already and i know you could say more than what you've already said without no, no. like going no, go into ahead. spoilers yeah go ahead it's the action which is amazing it is the intrigue that at the end of every episode you're like give me more and it is the anticipation of what is going to happen who done it what where are we going with this the 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 premise of the show is basically these six saviors that um these six robots who fought in a basically world war uh were the saviors of the war they they basically ended the war and now one of them has died and potentially the others are being hunted down and it is why are they being hunted down who's hunting down and how do we stop it the intrigue of this show is incredible the diving into the past of the world war and how the robots work and what their laws are and what their like their nature is is incredible if you took the movie like uh, sorry i know this is kind of going to be like a turn of like that's a joke if you took the premise of i robot the movie i robot with will smith okay which i love that movie that movie is fantastic that's a good movie it's a good movie but if you made it a very super serious drama this is it this is that movie it is wait what was that did you say pluto was a a drama yeah you say it was a drama i never said it wasn't you said said i you said you interpreted interpreted drama differently you I said interpreted drama differently. You would have categorized. All right, whatever. Continue. Regardless, this show was astounding. It was incredible. It is. It is a ten out of ten. You and I last year were like, "Spy Family is the new show." I would recommend to anybody who wants to get an anime. This is that show. This is a hundred percent that show. For the fact that it is approachable. There's no fan service to it. There's no, like, weird stuff. There's none of it. It is in a very approachable show. It is a very highly suggestive, like, su- uh, recommendable show to somebody who's wanting to get into anime because it is so just cut dry and not necessarily to the point, but, like, it just leaves you wanting more after every episode. And once it's over, you're like, I've had enough. That was perfection that was great i've agreed with everything you said up until your last part for the sole reason because it and i this is entirely full credits to pluto the anime and the manga series too like the series the story all great the only reason i would not bring it up to the level of an introductory anime Mm -hmm. is because I don't think there's any other anime like it. Because truthfully, like if you watch Pluto, let's, if you have gone your whole life, not watching anime and you get a, Hey, 
you should watch Pluto recommendation and you watch it and you love it. And you're like, I need to watch more anime. What do you watch next? Do you just go and watch? See, but I think you'd get lost. I think you'd be like, no, it's furries and there's some, there's some weirdness to it. I don't like it. You could suggest Cowboy Bebop and it's, uh, this looks old. Some of the jokes aren't landing like they probably used to. It's a little bit slower, you know. It truthfully, like I can't think of any other anime that I would go to be like, "Hey, if you really really like Pluto, you should watch X and have it be on the same level." This anime sets a completely different tone and a completely different level of expectation for what it is. This is a new gold standard. It 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 really is. And part of it is the animation too i think it was extremely well done it was it was almost anime movie quality in most regards like every single episode was clean and crisp it looked extremely good the environments were vibrant and and dead at some times for for purposeful reasons and it fit extremely well everything about it was masterful and so it's hard for me to watch this and then go what would i recommend someone watch next and have it be the same caliber of anime to where they would want to continue watching more and eventually branch off on their own. And I can't think of any, I really can't there. And I'm people will come out from the woodworks and go, Oh, you just suggest attack on Titan or just suggest full metal alchemist or just suggest one piece or bleach or whatever. And yeah, they're all, all the anime out there. That it, that most people would bring to the table in terms of like what do you watch next or what's the next best anime to watch, all have very valid valid reasons for why they are high tier, high caliber anime. But they're not at the level I would put Pluto at. Like this is the anime I would suggest watching if you've watched a lot or if you're if you're satisfied with watching few and far between and just cherry picking out the best ones, right? If you select like, let's say, oh gosh, we're going on almost two years now. Now I think let's say you picked arcane as like your first one. Cause you like video games and you like, maybe you like league of legends and know about it. You picked arcane and you were like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. The, the what they can do with the video game lore turned into an animation, you know, animated series. Superb. Let's say the following year you watch, I don't know, pick an anime, Chainsaw Man or Bochi the Rock or whatever, right? Something else that's still good, right? Yeah. High tier, high caliber, great. Then you watch Pluto this year and you're like, well, all right, I'm set. I'm just going to wait for the next best one. You Because you really can't, I can't think of anything else you can transition to that's that's going to be as satisfying to watch as this one. It, it's... It's so hard. And it, again, it's all credit right. to Pluto. You are right. It is It is very difficult to be like, hey, like start with this and then move down. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would agree. But if somebody is like, oh, anime, isn't that for kids? You'd be like, no, go watch this. Right. Yeah. I, I would say it's very selective on your audience. Right. Yes. If you're if you're going to show an anime to prove someone wrong. If you're if you if you're using it as a reason this to be like show. to be like, hey, you thought kids like this? Try watching this and not tearing up at all, or not like gripping your seat with with intrigue and and, and tell me you don't want to watch episode two. Yeah, exactly. 
then yeah, I would show them Pluto. But if it's someone that's like, hey, I'm interested, I th- I'm thinking about getting to anime, I'd be like, we'll put Pluto on the back burner. In the meantime, <laughs> here's some fun ones. I, I, I get where you're coming from, and I do agree on that part. But yeah, it is it is hard for me to say that this isn't something I would just blindly recommend. Yeah, Because it is one of those things, like, if you are transitioning from TV to be like, I want to get into anime, this is as close to TV as you get. Oh yeah, most no, most certainly. Most which certainly. is why it's so recommendable. But yes, you are correct in the fact that once you are done with this show, you're like, where do I go? Where, like, what do I get that's something like this? What do I do with my hands? And you don't. Yeah, yeah I know. What do I do with my hands? It is a tragedy. How under the radar. Like, this could have been my most underrated show. I wanted to put this as my most underrated show. I did not want to gush about this show that early into the show into this episode because on mal only 33 33,764 people have voted on this show that is a drop in the fucking bucket that is a minuscule amount of people well share with the audience a comparison of another anime that may have come out this year let's let's go to fall 2023 which or sorry, summer twenty twenty three with Jujutsu Kaisen. You had a hundred seventy four thousand five hundred fifty five users. That is for a brand new show that's not done yet. A lot of people don't vote on these things until they're done. That's basically so just... that's basically six times the amount of people voting on Jujutsu Kaisen and ranking it versus Pluto. Correct. Again, this show, I will yeah. say. As the poster shows, it did come out on Netflix. You have that aspect to it. You have the aspect that it just kind of all dropped out of what felt like out of the sky, out of nowhere. It just suddenly appeared one day, and it was there. There really wasn't a lot of advertising for it like You're anywhere. Right. So you have that piece to it. But that shouldn't detract from the anime itself. Because, again, if you were to watch it, I, I can almost say with a hundred percent guarantee that you will fall in love with it in some way, shape, or form, right? Yes. I, I'm sure what I love about it and what you love about it are completely different. But at the end of the day, we've still rated it extremely high for the reasons that we loved it. This is a ten out of ten show. The, it, Hands down, it really is. It Hands is down. one of the best shows I've watched. Period. It is phenomenal. Period. Um, I, I, what sucks is like, as you said, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix has released a shit ton of great shows mm-hmm. within the last three months that almost nobody's talking about. The only one that people are talking about is Pilgrim. But you had Scott Pilgrim, you had Pluto, you had Akumakun which was a horror show that should, or like a, a spooky show that should have come out in October, but came out yeah, very yeah, early yeah. November. And then you also have Blue-Eyed Samurai, which I have yet to get to, but yep. everybody's like, this is incredible. Yep. This is absolutely astounding. Uh, I was going to mention Net- that one too. Yeah. As we, I think it was two episodes ago, we, we did the, the downfall of High Dive and the rise of Netflix. Netflix is putting out absolute quality. They may not be putting out like, numbers like Crunchyroll or you know high dive are but they are putting out the best quality they are giving studios time and money to make the adaptation that they want 
And I am looking forward to everything that Netflix has in store for us next year. Starting within January, Delicious in Dungeon. Yep. That is going to be my personality for three fucking months. Because oh, I am so excited for that show because I know how great it is. But also you have to think, like, down the line, you're also getting the One Piece remake mm-hmm. on Netflix by Studio Wit. What more do you... like? I know that's just two examples. There's more. I just don't know them off the top of my head. Oh, there's a ton. Netflix, we, we did a whole the go back and we'll yeah, wa- listen or ago, watch to back. our Netflix and versus High Dive episode or whatever. It is one of those things that Netflix is putting out absolute quality, and it's nothing to sleep. You need to whenever they drop something new, just reset for a month, binge it all, cancel, move on with your life. <laughs> yep, easy peasy. It, it is it is it is seriously a streaming site that you need to be paying attention to other than high dive and crunchyroll because it's quality. Yep. It is quality and yeah, I, I'm so happy that you enjoyed Pluto as much as I did because usually when I tell you you need to watch a show, you're like, Okay, sure, maybe. And then this one I was like, No, you need to. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy you did. Yeah. I I mean from the synopsis that I had read beforehand, the quick realization that it was done by the same creator as Monster, I was like, okay, this is going to be good. This is going to be a nice action thriller, drama, mystery, however many categories it's going to fill. Uh, I did not expect it to rise to the level that it did, and it only increased every every episode. Like, every episode yeah. I was more and more and more impressed by the world, the storytelling, the characters, like every single aspect about it. So yeah, this was an easy decision for this year. I don't think there was really any close contender by any means for anime of the year. Um, so if our, if our words of, uh, of love towards this anime have not piqued your interest, then I'm not sure what will, but regardless, highly, highly suggest that you watch it. Yes. And that has been our awards for the year. Thank Yay. you so much for joining. <laughs> he just jumped up on me, so it was perfect timing. <laughs> yes, thank you all for joining us this week and this year. This is probably this is going up the week of Christmas. We will have uh we will be back next week for the new year with a brand new episode, but this is the last episode of the year. Thank you so much for the 2023 we have had. We've had some ups, we've had some lows or we uh, downs not lows. We've had some ups and downs, but um, we've been enjoying everything that we've been putting out, and we hope that you have been, too. Uh, join us next year in 2024 when we try to elevate ourselves even more. Um, we, we have been working very hard on ourselves and our content that we want to produce, and we hope that we can bring to you something more that you will enjoy in 2024. So until next time, Spark Triumph, we'll see you then. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. 
Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. shopify.com slash work.